Hey, everybody. Happy New Year again. I'm going to say that again. Welcome, welcome back to another podcast episode um, at 1070 Ministries. I'm your host, Robin, and I also have my husband with me, AJ. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) How's everyone? I hope everyone is well, doing well, thriving, healing, and doing what you need to do in Christ Jesus um, to continue to remain free and free-spirited and happy um, in the Holy Ghost. And so last, just doing a a brief recap of uh, the last episode, uh, we talked about, uh, you know, evolution versus revolution um, in the body of Christ. If you haven't uh, caught up on that episode, go back and listen to it. There were some awesome tips for you there. So we hope you enjoy that content. Um, Today, we're going to actually discuss uh, vision and goal. Uh, we know that is an extremely popular um, topic in the month of January. Yes. Why? Because, you know, December is the end of the year, marks the end of a long year, which equals 12 months. And we all set goals. Right. We all, all of us do. Um, but just want to talk about uh, vision and um, goals because it's really, really important to have those. For sure. For sure. And. There are some uh, distinctions, but uh, vision, they're, they're pretty much one, one in the same, but they're distinct. So I know that's like an oxymoron. But uh, definitely when January comes, there are always goals. And goals usually are a byproduct of an overall vision that we have for ourselves. You know, we have the vision to be at one place. And I always say our, our spirit man has the vision, okay, we're here, we're a millionaire. But our natural man has to get up to that point. So our spirit man is already at the finish line where, hey, we're millionaires. Or this is the vision I have for myself being successful. But the natural man has to go through the steps to get there if there are any steps in the natural that he can go through. And there's always a goal that ties you to uh, that vision. Amen. Um, You know, one of the places I think that we have all started in the body of Christ when it comes to goals and visions, um, of course, is starting out uh, reading the word of God, because our goals and our visions really should be in alignment with God's will for our life. Right. I'm just going to say that again. Our vision should and goals should be in alignment with God's will um, in our life. Um, But just while I have it open. Um, just turning to Habakkuk chapter 2, uh, verse 1, uh, 2, and 3. Um, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come and it will not tarry. So that's the, you know, the first three verses. And I tell you, it's just a lot of meat um, in that, uh, that first part. But when it comes to goals and visions, um, I actually looked up on Google and I just want to share with you guys, just giving you a brief 
definition of the difference between the two. The term goal refers to your specific aims or desired results. Goals are milestones created to help you achieve your dream. Conversely, vision is the ability to imagine and think of the future with insight. It also refers to the purpose that a person visualizes without knowing how to achieve it. That's that's powerful. Even like vision boards, you know, even before vision boards, we have vision or imagination uh, and we envision ourselves at a particular point and that fuels us, that fuels us to set goals. So if you're your goal or your vision. I see myself as a wealthy business owner or a successful um, shoemaker, or I sell shoes, I, I resell shoes, I'm a successful shoemaker or shoe designer. You'll have goals that are like uh, paths or, or uh, rungs on the ladder to get you to that point. Okay, so now I'm going to uh, buy the material. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to network. You'll have a uh, a set of goals throughout the way that'll bridge you to that vision. Amen. And you know what, um, just to put out there, because I know I've also heard in the body of Christ, you know, we have to be careful of, you know, things like vision boards and the term manifestation because it can be associated with, with, uh, with witchcraft and they're not totally wrong. What I'm saying is though, when we create a vision board, our vision board, again, needs to be rooted in the word, rooted with the alignment of God's will for our life. And to, to learn God's will, we need to read the word and we also need to pray. But I'm, now that I'm talking, I'm just switching over in practical terms when it comes to vision and goals. After you have prayed, because we know that is that's number one, after you have prayed and after you have read the word, it is good for you to go to a place whether it's in your home, um, the library, or a place that inspires you, and you bring your your pen and paper, if you use pen and paper, you bring your your iPad or whatever you you need to write things down. And I just want you to start visualizing and thinking, what do I want to do? What God? What is your will for me this year? And it could be something as simple as, I would like to have a rental property. Okay. And so we're getting ready to create just a vision for a rental property. So you put the title rental property at the top. And then you just begin to jot down things that are associated with rental property. For example, such as location, uh, budget. This is how much I want to spend on that. Um, uh, do I want a single home? Do I want a, a multi-dwelling unit? Do I want a vacation home? And then you start filling in the details right? And then that's just part one. That's the overall vision, right? Just so I don't want you to get confused with the goals. Now, underneath those, after you have done the vision and you've wrote down those things, you should have another section of goals. And the goals are, okay, how to really obtain what this vision is talking about. It should be a step one, step two, Maybe step one is to contact my local realtor. Get capital. Get capital. <laughs> step two is to do this. Step three is to do that. That is when you start to get into what they call the hairy details. And God is so awesome. The way he made us, every human being is actually a visionary. And mm -hmm. I know some people will say, no, that's not true. Maybe some are louder than others. 
but he he gave it that gift to humans to be able to have a vision of what what the plan is for our life and that again that's through christ and so again i recommend to get out these vision boards go somewhere uh, private somewhere that's inspirational maybe it's taking a trip down to the cayman islands i don't care if it's you and your kids you and your husband you and your dog y'all get on that flight and i'm telling you you take your 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 pad and your your ipad or whatever it needs to do and you get your inspiration and get going for sure environment is important so that that word that passage said uh write the vision down and make it plain right on tablets so you we're so conditioned that we have to see it so it starts out in our spirit it starts out in our mind we see ourselves uh owning three four five ten rental properties are if that's our vision we see ourselves as a, a a real estate tycoon that's what we envision as as a word and now we have to have those goals like you you mentioned but environment is very key you know if you're around people and you're sharing your vision you're you know you're you're casting those pearls out there hey i'm i'm going to own this whole neighborhood or i'm going to own three, four commercial properties in 2023, and they're looking at you like, man, are, are even worse saying you, you're not going to do that, bro. Like, how are you going to get the money? How are you going to, that type of stuff, those are vision and dream killers. They, they're like leeches onto your vision, and it drains you. So you have to always be uh, in contact with the Lord and and saying, Lord, I trust you. This is your word. You say I can have the things that I desire. And you said that uh, whatever I put my hands to, it shall prosper as I walk in your ways. So if you're walking in the ways of, of the Lord and keeping his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, and his testimonies, as it says in the word, as it is written in the law of Moses, you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you turn. So yeah, but I don't have a, a degree in real estate. I'm not a real estate agent. Like Robin just said, you get in contact with a realtor because you're going in the backing of the Lord. Be in prayer about it and definitely uh, seek the guidance of Holy Spirit on how to set those goals that will be in alignment with that vision. And, you know, and just talking about Specifically, I'm going to start giving some specific details with goal setting. There's actually uh, three types of goal setting that you can do. Um, the first, uh, process goals are specific actions or processes of performing. So again, process goals are specific actions or processes of performing. Performance goals are based on a personal standard. And outcome goals are based on winning. And when we are defining our goals, one thing about the Lord, he is so detailed. He is more detailed, actually, than we could probably ever hope or think or understand. Mm -hmm. Any uh, spirit being, which is him who created this, this whole universe, has to be extremely detail-oriented to be able to produce that. And he did. Um, and so when you're writing down your goals and say it's for your, your rental property, you need to be as specific as possible. Why? Having a vision places a purpose upon your goal setting activities. 
And next, going along with that, without an end goal or destination in mind, then you won't have a clear or defined path. Uh, vision provides this, and to achieve your vision or goal, you can start by setting small attainable goals as stepping stones. And we know in the Bible, it talks about having the vision, write it down, write it down so it's plain. It shouldn't be something so extremely difficult where you actually cannot, you know, attain that. You need to be able to to reach the goal. And you keep it in front of you, as like um, the word was saying, um, even in for the children of Israel to have the law before your eyes and between your frontlets. So as the point is, you're always focused on it. Even people who aren't in the word, they stay focused on it. Hey, I'm, I'm the get money crew. They, they're focused on that goal. It's always before them. They're always envisioning and reaching for it. So we ought to, uh, of course, at that we have the backing of the Lord. My focus is always having the things that the Lord said I can have, walking according to the favor that God has placed on my life. I have favor with God, therefore I have favor with man. And I'm going off the leading of the Holy Spirit. I'm not asking for something that I cannot have. He says that if I keep his ways, I'll walk in his ways. Of course, we know salvation comes from the Lord. Righteousness comes from the Lord. But there is a thing as trying to live for the Lord. <laughs> yeah, it's not just being a model citizen, but it's trying to live for the Lord. He's saying, look, if you walk in his ways, if you keep his statutes, and if you wanted to look at this uh, passage in particular, I'm talking 1 Kings uh, chapter 2, verses 3. So David was giving instructions to Solomon as he was, as David was getting ready to die. He was blessing his son. And in verse 3, he says, uh, well, verse 2, he says, I go the way of all the earth. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man. Prove myself a man what? By doing things in the street, being a tough guy? No. Prove yourself a man and keep the charge of the Lord your God to walk in his ways, to keep his statutes, his commandments, his judgments, and his testimonies. That's a strong man right there because that man knows what he has in the Lord. And that man knows that the Lord is for him. So since the Lord is for him, what does it say? As it is written in the law of Moses, that you may prosper in all that you do and wherever you turn. So since the Lord is for me, I'm going to prosper in all that I put my hands to do and everywhere I turn. Now, the level of prosperity may differ because my anointing, I may not be a great pianist where I can get on and play Beethoven. but I may turn to a different uh, beat making machine or what have you, and I still may have a level of success. I may be better in one than better than uh, the other. So you can say, well, hey, you're a nurse by day. Why do you want to get into real estate? Wherever I turn, I'm going to prosper. Amen. Now, the level of prosperity is dependent on my anointing and the favor that I have with God, but God has always done his part. It's up to us to do our part. Our part is walking out. When he says, when he's on the middle of the sea walking and he says, come out the boat, his part is there. He's going to sustain us like Peter, but we have to do our part to walk out in faith and trust the Lord always. Amen. For those of us, and I'm talking to myself, 
Um, I'll tell you, um, I have a, a mentor. I am a wedding and event planner. Um, that is a part of my, my ministry slash business. Um, but my mentor has talked about what's called imposter syndrome. That means when you feel like, even though you could be doing a great job, you feel like, man, I'm faking. This is where the enemy will come in. Right. You can't do that. That doesn't belong to you. But how are you going to become a millionaire? Why would you think you're worthy? Right. You're too young. You're yeah, too you're old. Yeah, you're too young. You're too old. You have kids. Just just give up your dream. And they don't the, look like you over there. <laughs> <laughs> and the enemy is a, a, a dream snatcher. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about the good dreams that come from the Lord. He will try to snatch your dreams if you let him, if you let him. But that's why it's so good to have vision in front of you and continue to set goals. You can amend your goals according to the plan. There's nothing wrong with amending them because sometimes they are get outdated. Sometimes you need yeah. updated information. Sometimes they don't fit the vision and that's okay. But God wants us to continue to have the vision in front of you. And right. I could talk for myself. I can tell when I'm not in alignment. <laughs> and my husband can testify. I don't have that vision in front of me. That means I'm slacking on posting. I'm slacking on making calls. I'm slacking on networking. I'm slacking on doing different things that will help my business and help me being an entrepreneur go to the next level. I'm not there because I'm not, I don't have anything in front of me. And so I'm going off of fumes. I'm going off of, I, I call it spiritual fumes. Mm-hmm. I'm going off of last week's word. And God has a new word for me. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important, um, along with the vision, along with the goal setting, to be refreshed by praying, by yes. reading the word, because he's constantly speaking to us. And just like we were discussing when we, we were having our uh, family uh family prayer and family uh, word uh, this morning, and it's, it's not a Sunday, by the way, but uh, we were talking about Psalm 1 and meditating in the word of the Lord day and night. Now, does that mean you're reading the word? All? No, but you're thinking of the word. The word is in you. Your, your mindset is on the word at some point throughout the day, at some point throughout the night. And the Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceed out of the mouth of God. So if we have to uh, bind the word on us and make sure that it's before our frontlets, it's before our eyes, it always starts with the word first. And you write the vision and make it plain. We have to see ourselves as God sees us in the word. We identify with the word of God, and that's who we are as children of God. And when you're walking in that power, when you can identify yourself as a child of God and see yourself in the word of God, see yourself victorious, see yourself where you know you want to be. Just like any child who has come from a wealthy family, they'll never see themselves in anything uh, other than top class. Amen. They'll never see themselves in anything beneath their standards. So why should we as children of the most high God who maker and creator of the heaven and earth, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, why should we see ourselves as less than? So we have to first see ourselves in the vision that God sees us. And then everything beyond that is easy. When you see us, hey, I'm a child of the most high God. 
the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything that I put my hands to shall prosper. Every place I turn, I shall have success. If I'm starting a new culinary business, I'm going to have a level of success because I am a child of God. I see myself first in the word of God, and then I see myself having success because I know who I am in the word of God. Preach, baby, preach. Preach. <laughs> Listen, as they say, he ain't never lie. He, he, he didn't lie on that one. I tell you, we just have to continue to encourage ourselves. Encourage ourselves in the Lord. Get out the scriptures, any scriptures that are supporting um, that vision, supporting what God has called you to do. And, hey, I'm 44 years old and recognizing more and more that I need scripture around yeah. me. I'm the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, a lender and not a borrower. You know, get get them things, get them things out. That's fuel for you, right? Proverbs 31, uh, woman. We, we we talk about how we're we're Proverbs 31 women. You know what? It's so much in that chapter for men and women. But when we talk about being a Proverbs 31 woman and we talk about vision and goals, the Proverbs 31 woman sets the standard. I'm, I'm telling you, you can't, you can't do out God with his vision. You cannot. I don't care how grandiose you think you, you came up with something. Uh, God said every good and perfect gift comes from above. And that's the truth. The it, father of lights. Father of lights. It comes exactly from him. And we just have to relish in that vision. We have to keep it in front of us. Because if not, years will go past. Yeah. And some of us. I'm talking about on the earth side, we'll miss out on our blessings that God intended for us to have on earth. Yep. And again, I'm preaching, preaching myself happy, <laughs> talking to myself what I'm going to do in 2023. I have to, you know, make an impact. For sure. How many times have we put off things? And I'm not, I know every uh, new year people are talking about uh, getting in shape and, and those things. But aside from the getting in shape, uh, there are so many, it just seems like we get recharged. Once the calendar turns over to January 1st and we start thinking, oh, this year I'm going to do this. This year I'm going to do this. I doubt many people say, well, this year I'm going to work from wire to wire. I'm not going to get a promotion. I'm not going to do anything spectacular. Not even going to go on vacation. I'm just going to do everything that I've done in the prior year. Unless your prior year was so great and you did all of those things, you operate successful business, travel, you you're healthy, your children are healthy, um, all your friends are healthy. Those are things that you don't mind running it back. But for uh, most people, there's always a level of ambition that you want to get to in the next year, and it requires having a vision of seeing yourself there. Usually, uh, the things you see, you attract. So if you see yourself, man, I'm not going to be doing much of anything, just working at this job. Just clocking in, clocking out. Got a whole nother year ahead. I don't know many people that talk like that on January 1st. Like, I got a whole nother year ahead of me. But if you see yourself in the Lord and you see yourself uh, making that making that uh, vision, playing, writing it on tablets, you see the ambition and you know that the Lord says you can have it. The word says, what uh, you being evil, being meaning that you are not righteous in any way of yourself apart from God. He says, you fathers being evil, 
What if one of your sons came to you and asked you for a fish? Would you give him a serpent? And he said, no, you wouldn't. So if your father, how much more will your father in heaven uh, give to those who ask him? So if men being corrupt of the heart, apart from God, none is good. Not one, the word says. The point is, if we can be uh, just as uh, corrupt as humans and still give good gifts to our children, how much more can our father in heaven? And these are things that are his. He wants us to, to be well. He wants us to be like trees planted by the rivers of water and that bring forth fruit in a season, meaning that we are a blessing to people. And a tree doesn't necessarily bless itself. A tree is there to bless others who come uh, to partake from that tree. What do, do we provide a service? Yes, we provide a service. We provide a product if we're business owners, but we also provide the love of Christ and we provide the salt of the earth, we provide light, we provide goodness that people can get a, a break and relief from the world who, you know how it is, you go through drive through or what have you, you ordering fast food and they look angry at you just for walking in or, or taking your order. Why not we provide that fruit, you know, that loving uh, uh, image of God when people come to uh, be around our our space and, and interact with us. So those are the things when we envision ourselves winning, we envision ourselves victorious in the Lord always. Amen. Don't get me started. <laughs> Amen. If we all get to know AJ, you, you know he's been started. And I don't so talk I just, much. <laughs> we just let him go. Amen. The Phantom One, but glory to God, that's, that's what God intended. I, I wanted to marry a man like that. That is going to to be excited about the Lord and the plan and the purpose that He has for us. So, um, you know, I wanted to touch briefly because we are um, almost running out of time here. But along with the vision, along with the goal setting, the Holy Spirit just popped up in my heart. Make sure you talk about finances this year. Mm -hmm. um, my husband has always been heavily involved in the finance industry. Um, it's a God-given gift that the Lord has bestowed upon him to keep track of money. Um, and he's really good at it. You know, it just quick story. His, his mom, my mom in love has told me that basically he used to hide things. Um, and you know, he's, he, he knows how to, to keep some money or, or save some money. And you know what? Just solid financial practices. <laughs> Great <that's all>. finances. <laughs> should go hand in hand with this overall vision for your family because it takes finances to be able to fuel some of these visions that we're having in good credit you know and that's a whole nother podcast episode that we will be uh, talking about and continue to talk about we won't just talk about it one time it'll be one of the premises of our ministry here is to have great finances and you know somebody might hear this and say oh, is this this prosperity gospel let me Prosperity is all in the Bible. Mm -hmm. God is prosperous. We have a prosperous God. So if his DNA is in us, we should be prosperous. And here on earth, the tool is money. Right. It's, that's it's that's not where zeal earth. without, right. not according to knowledge. So, um, but we're just going to wrap up this episode. Again, we thank you for listening. Uh, we will be talking more about vision and goal setting because we don't want to just have it in January and stop. 
Right. Because uh, right. that, that's where a lot of people kind of get off the boat and they say, okay, well, I, I said what I needed to say or did what I needed to do. And then the rest of the year, you know, they scramble and then you're back in January uh, trying to do it again. So, new year, new me. <laughs> <laughs> new year, new me. But we, again, we thank you for just um, listening to us and fellowshipping with us, even though we haven't probably met you physically. Um, may the Lord bless you and keep you. We love you. And if nobody has told you today, Jesus loves you. And we will talk to you soon. Till next time.